0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, even before we had mobile phones, people still needed to be doing something with their hands. Some people have worry beads, and a lot of people use stress balls. And variants on the stress ball have been around for more than a millennia. Alicia Mertes has been writing about these. Good afternoon, Alicia. Hi, how are you? Uh, not too bad. So, uh, how far back do we go? Is it back to walnuts?
1: Yeah, so in the research that I had done for um, our company website, I had found that uh, back in ancient China, they would use walnuts um, to kind of as like a form of fidget object for uh, warriors in battle. And uh, later they ended up developing those bowding balls, which are the metal, metal, iron, um, fidget objects that they would play with uh, as a form of meditation. Okay. Now,
0: but, but they, they give these walnuts to warriors to throw at each other, or would they f- somehow kind of <laughs> use them as fidget balls?
1: Well, it was basically, yeah, it was like a, a fidget object. I'm sure they ate them afterward. They may have thrown them at each other. I wasn't there, so I'm not sure completely, but I do know that they were the fidget objects that they used at the time.
0: Right. Okay. And then th- they were replaced with, with, with metal balls.
1: Right. Um, So in the research that I had done, I found that during the Ming dynasty, they would actually use these metal bowing balls as a form of meditation.
0: Okay, right. And and one assumes they were used for a very long time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we actually still, I still see them for sale today in like souvenir shops and stuff. Uh, My grandfather actually had uh, his own set.
0: Right, and is there can then a direct line you can draw between those balls and what we would call a stress ball?
1: I think it was just basically fidget objects that like have always had a place in our um, culture, or and then other cultures as well. Um, the direct line I would say between metal and stress balls, there was a. Very, very key moment in 1937 where uh, Dr. Otto Bayer developed and created uh, polyurethane, which is way softer um, and a little more accessible.
0: Okay. And so when did what we would recognize as a stress ball come into existence?
1: It was in the late 80s. There was a TV writer in California. His name was Alex Carswell. And he created the first commercial stress balls in New York um, for sale. And those were actually um, marketed specifically to men on Wall Street. And uh, the stress balls were a little bit different than the ones that we can think of today. These ones had a microchip inside so that when you actually used them, you would hear uh, the sound of shattering glass. Okay. Why was that? You know, that is, I believe, because if you, beyond just the the tactile feeling of the stress ball, I think it was just a satisfying um, audio experience to hear the shattering glass because if you're angry, Uh, you don't actually want to go break something. But if you hear something being broken, it kind of alleviates some of that frustration.
0: Okay, so I bet this guy, Alex Carswell, was a TV writer. So was there something in his... Was he a very angry person that he he needed something like (laughs) this himself?
1: You know, that's a great question. I'm sure maybe he had a moment while he was writing that uh, he had writer's block and maybe he got really frustrated. Actually, um, when I was doing the research, I found that... He was so frustrated in some moment uh, during his workday that he ended up whipping a magic marker across the room and broke a picture of his mom and um, his dog. Well, there you and go. And they were in the same frame in this picture. Um, and <laughs> I guess in that moment he was like, you know what? I don't want to break any more of my personal objects. I'm going to create an item instead. So, so, but this first one that that
0: that uh, he developed it. Like, it was $25 odd, so it was very expensive for the time, and and so mm-hmm. it was aimed at rich people.
1: Yeah, it definitely. Uh, Men on Wall Street were the target audience at the time. Um, it's very different nowadays. We Everybody and anybody can use a stress ball, and sometimes they're used specifically for frustration or... Um, when you're feeling like you need to focus. But sometimes you just kind of like them. Like, they're cute. They come in de- uh, many different shapes, many different colors. And they're uh, a fun way to add personality to your desk.
0: Yeah, and, and given that, what you told us about Alex Carswell and throwing the magic marker, has anyone thrown a stress ball and done damage with it? Or, or you know, come close to doing damage with it?
1: You know, I would be surprised if there wasn't a few lawsuits out there specifically for that. The thing is, is that a stress ball is super soft and squishy. So, I mean, it should not be able to cause damage. But you know what? It, it's all dependent on who's throwing it, I guess, and, and how hard they're throwing it and what they end up hitting.
0: Okay. yeah, but there, It's a very distinct yeah. possibility. There was this case in Ridgefield, Washington, where the mayor hit somebody in the eye uh, with, it, with a stress ball, and uh, they, they sued them for half a million.
1: Yeah, I I mean, honestly, you can throw any object and hit somebody in the eye. You know, it doesn't have to be specifically a stress ball. So I guess it just is a nature of the beast.
0: Yeah, just uh, avoid people's eyes uh, is a tip there. Elisa, thank you very much uh, for speaking with us today. That was Elisa Martez there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Glaze on News Talk.